Hello and welcome. I'm Srini Roy with Sleep Review, and I'm thrilled to be here with pulmonologist sleep specialist Richard K. Bogan, MD. Dr. Bogan is a principal owner of Bogan Sleep Consultants in Columbia, South Carolina, and an experienced chief medical officer, clinician, and researcher. This episode is sponsored by Jazz Pharmaceuticals. Today we're talking about narcolepsy management plans. Narcolepsy management plan development generally balances the potential benefits of available medications with safety considerations, as well as the impact of comorbidities. What comorbidities you need to consider when determining whether a patient is an appropriate candidate for a given pharmacotherapy. So, um, yeah, as we manage our patients, obviously we say, who are you and what other illnesses do you have? And patients with narcolepsy tend to have more depression, anxiety is another and some of the um, medications as we manage the disorder could obviously have side effects of anxiety. And the patients may also be on antidepressants, typically SSRIs or SNRIs. And we always are monitoring any potential for drug-drug interaction in those particular circumstances. In addition, uh, patients with narcolepsy do have a higher prevalence of hypertension, obesity, uh, even diabetes. So obviously we need to know what underlying medical problems and long-term um, there could be problems with cardiovascular disease as well, um, particularly related to the obesity and the diabetes, but this is observational data, but these are things that we watch for uh, because this is a lifelong disorder and we're managing patients over the in entire period of time. So those are things that we take into consideration. Who are you? What comorbidities do you have? And how are these medications going to potentially affect those comorbidities? Why are these important in management decisions? Well, you know, patients come to us for two reasons. They don't feel good and they want to feel better. And people with narcolepsy obviously are sleepy and they have disrupted nocturnal sleep and they have REM dissociative symptoms. Many of them do vivid dreams and paralysis and hallucinations. And some of them have cataplexy. Um, so they come to us, they want to feel better. They don't want to be as sleepy. And when you're sleepy, you have problems with cognition, executive function, thinking, memory, divided tasks, speed of processing, mood, productivity, social workplace interactions. They want all those to be better. And that's how we approach it in terms of the management. How is your excessive sleepiness bothering you? What can we do to help that? Um, so that's very important. The other is people don't want to be sick. They you know, one, they don't want to die and they don't want to be sick. So we, again, take the comorbidities in, into account and we manage them for their lifetime, really. Uh, so what can I do to help prevent other medical problems from developing? If you have narcolepsy and there's a higher prevalence of obesity, then I'm going to talk to you about your diet and I'm going to talk about exercise and I'm going to talk to you about your sleep because the best thing for sleepiness is sleep. So you need to understand how your brain controls wakefulness, how it controls sleep, what happens, how does it entrain, how do you fit wakefulness and sleep into your daytime. So we teach them about circadian process and some of these other health issues, lower sodium intake. Uh, uh, that's very important for preventing hypertension. So we take that into account as we manage the patients. Can you share any best practices for monitoring the emergence and management of narcolepsy-related comorbidities? Well, we really rely on our referring physicians a lot. Um, 
so it, it's important that we just don't prescribe medication and say, I'll see you later. So we see the patients on a constant basis, periodic follow-up and monitor for those particular disorders. So again, what is your weight? How much exercise are you doing? What are you doing to your sleep weight processes? Have you had metabolic studies performed? What, what is your blood sugar? And making sure that these individuals are well managed over a chronic period of time. So we follow our patients and certainly patients with, I would say less, um, less aggressive medication, we're gonna see them at least every six months, but some of them really require follow-up every three to four months in terms of safety and efficacy of the medications. We'll be right back with Dr. Bogan after a short break. This episode is sponsored by Jazz Pharmaceuticals. Jazz Pharmaceuticals is a global biopharmaceutical company with the focus in neuroscience and sleep medicine, committed to improving the lives of patients and their families. Jazz is also the proud creator of Narcolepsy Link. The Narcolepsy Link mission is to increase narcolepsy awareness, help patients receive a proper diagnosis of narcolepsy, and to support long-term disease management. Narcolepsy Link creates innovative, evidence-based educational materials and resources for healthcare professionals to improve communication between healthcare professionals and their patients. Visit jazzpharma.com and narcolepsylink.com for more information. What sleep lifestyle changes are typically incorporated into a narcolepsy management plan? You know, that's a very important question because medicines work better when you take them at the right time. So again, understanding circadian process, so understanding that the brain you know, has control centers that control wakefulness and control centers that control sleep and understanding how those work and how your behavior influences those can help with wake and sleep processes. So I call it entrainment or paying attention to your circadian rhythm Quite frankly, uh, we need to teach our narcolepsy patients how to nap, take an appropriate length of time so that they don't have what we call sleep inertia. And I always say the best thing for sleepiness is sleep. So, um, so you know, appropriate napping and appropriate good sleep makes the medicines work better. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that information with us. Um, is there anywhere our audience can connect with you online, any social media handles you want to share or websites or upcoming events? Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not so good at posting <laughs> on social media, but uh, there are some very good supportive uh, processes that can be the narcolepsy network um, is a very good one. The Hypersomnia Foundation is another, another one. I, I, I think those are, are very good to follow. Excellent. Thank you. Um, and you can find Sleep Review at sleepreviewmag.com. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. 